Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. Hey and welcome and yada yada yada. So I just wanna I just wanna tell you guys right now. Starting off the podcast strong here by telling you I'm in a really bad fucking mood. Cause I'm sure you read the title. You read the title, right? I don't know. No, you probably didn't, because you're either one a devoted fan and just clicked when you saw that I uploaded a new podcast, or a classmate who has to listen to this to get a passing grade or you're the teacher hello but the title in case you missed it says blockers i went and saw blockers i decided to throw away my soul and happiness for this day to watch blockers i have a job i make money i work fucking hard all right and I spent my hard-earned money, my blood, sweat, and tears, on a ticket to watch Blockers. And let me tell you how it went. It sucked ass, okay? It sucked ass. Don't waste your money and see this movie. But just for my due diligence, check it. I'll, uh, I'll review the whole movie for you. No spoilers, I don't think. Yeah, no spoilers. Um, in case you do want to see this actual steaming pile of shit. And the drink of choice for this movie, not going to lie to you, it's hard liquor. No chaser, no mixer, just straight fucking jack. I'm not fucking around with this movie. I want something that will actually deaden my brain to the point where maybe I can actually enjoy this film. I didn't, and I don't think any anybody will. Unless you have the worst sense of humor of all time. Okay, so summarizing is these parents have these three girls, and the three girls are best friends from the their like kindergarten all the way up to high school seniors. And it's about their prom night. I'm sure you guys have all seen these trailers. I don't really need to explain it to you because these trailers were shoved down our gullets forcefully. Anytime I went to see a movie, not even a comedy, like a scary movie, when I, when I went to see A Quiet Place, I saw the fucking Blockers trailer, man. That's not even the same genre of movie, and I had to see it. But anyway, you guys, you guys know what it's about. You know, these, these, these high school seniors want to lose their virginity on prom night. To these boys. Well, one of them, two of them to boys. But that's beside the point. My initial thoughts on all the characters. There's only one likable character in this whole thing, in my opinion. And it's the nerd girl's dad. And if you, know, if you don't know why I'm not using names right now, it's because I watched this whole entire movie. And I was awake for the whole thing, completely conscious. But I still couldn't tell you one fucking name of any character in this whole film. That's how much I cared about any of these people. I don't know any of their names, so I'm just going to vaguely reference what they look like. Nerd Girl's dad. The annoying one on the, on the trailers. You can picture him. But he's the only likable character, and even he could have been killed off during this movie, and I wouldn't have given a single fuck. Okay? All of these characters are just so boring and so stupid. 
And I don't think it's the actor's fault. John Cena, he, I think he does a decent job in all of his parts. I mean, I, he kind of plays the same person every time. But it's not the actor's fault, I don't think. The jokes and the writing were just insurmountable. You know what I'm saying? No amount of good acting could have made this decent. And when the credits rolled, I was thinking to myself... How could a movie be so shit? And then boom. My questions were answered right there on the TV screen. Or the theater screen. It projected up there. In front of me in large letters. Co-directed by Seth Rogen. And that answered everything for me. I, I came to peace with it. I stood up. I blinked a few times. And I turned around and walked the fuck out. And looked at all of the people that were going into Infinity Wars and thinking, hey, maybe I should have just been a normal fucking person and got a ticket to go see Infinity Wars. But nope, here I am with cock blockers. Eh, just blockers. Sorry. Just blockers. I guess they can't make a movie labeled cock blockers. But the main plot, it is anchored by one of the teenage girls, one of the daughters, leaving her laptop open and unlocked and not plugged in receiving iMessages from her phone you know if you're an Apple person which I'm not so I don't relate totally to that but yeah so she was getting texts through her laptop that her parent her mother heard and see that's the issue she heard the notifications what kind of teenage person has audible notifications turned on anything? I lose my phone hourly almost. And I have yet to swallow my pride and say, maybe I should put this bitch on vibrate or something louder than vibrate. I have this thing on silent always. You know how many missed calls I have from literally anybody in my life? They don't even contact me anymore because I never answered the phone because I never know where it's at and I never hear it going off. And that's, that's the average. A lot of people, a lot of people my age, I guess, don't have ringers or any kind of audible notification on any of their devices. But whatever. Looking past that, that's where the plot is anchored. They only know about this, quote, sex pact that their daughters have made because this one girl left open her laptop unlocked with audible notifications on. So this whole thing could have been avoided if she was actually a believable character. And would have turned off her laptop. Or had a silenced laptop. Um, another thing I noticed. The audio was kind of fucky in this movie. And what I mean by that is. A lot of the characters. Were dubbed over. Which, which isn't a huge deal. I mean in a lot of movies. Characters are dubbed over. Because you know. They're in a loud setting. Or you know some of the lines are messed up. So they have to go in and edit it. Post, post production I guess. But these were kind of weird. One character, one girl in particular, I don't think she had a native line at all. It was like watching a Godzilla flick. Like dubbed in English, you know, where their mouths are moving, like rapid. But the, the dubbed version is just like, hello. But their mouths are moving like they're talking a whole sentence. One girl was almost exactly like that. And it really threw me off. And I and I asked my girlfriend, because she went and saw the movie with me, bless her soul, and she wasn't drunk, so I was like, hey, are there, is, is her voice kind of fucked up? And she said yes, so she agreed with me, so it's not just me being drunk, 
a lot of the voices were like really kind of strangely dubbed over. And uh, some of the native sound from the mics was left in. Like um, they didn't have a boom mic apparently for this movie. It's like they were all wearing lav mics and they would hit their mic sometimes. Like one guy, he started shaking his head one time, like saying no. And you could hear the rustle of his shirt collar. So I, I, I don't understand what was going on there. It's like, were they using really shoddy equipment? And uh, again, I don't know anybody's name in here. I constantly had to have IMDB open just to cross-reference names. When they would say somebody's name, like, ah, shit, which character is that? Uh, oh, it's that one. It's, uh, it's Cena's daughter or it's Cena's wife. I just related everybody to John Cena somehow. Another thing I have to say is the effects. There weren't like a lot of effects in this movie, but one of them is a girl takes a hit of a vape, right? She takes a hit of a vape, and then when she blows out the smoke, totally fake smoke, like off of iMovie, downloaded from the fucking Shutterstock smoke cloud that they just put in front of her to blow out smoke. And it was ridiculous. I've never seen such bad and obviously horrible work before in a movie. And then I also have written down like cheap jokes. There's a huge puke sequence uh, where one girl pukes, which causes another guy to puke on another guy. And that guy pukes because he just got puked on. And then somebody across the room sees somebody puke and hears gagging and pukes on somebody who then pukes. And my God, if I didn't want to stand up, throw something at the screen and walk out. But I didn't because I'm not able to because I had to provide this for you listeners, you lovely people who give me all of your support. So thank you. Follow me on Twitter. And finally, what I have written down is what is the meaning of this movie? I'm sure somebody with an inkling of a brain maybe could have could tell me what the meaning of the movie was, but I just didn't catch it because it was kind of it's kind of mixed. I'll say mixed. Because at one point I was like, oh, yeah, the, the meaning is that the parents should have let their daughters go off and do whatever they wanted. But then you think, wait, one of them did a shitload of drugs. So you think, oh, well, maybe they actually did need to be protected because one of them did a whole bunch of drugs. Rotten Tomatoes Critic Reviews. And moving on. Let's get into it. Um, so overall, the tomato meter for this movie is an 83% by critics, which is fucking astounding. There must be some sort of conspiracy out here. Somebody call some of these critics and make sure that uh, the director for Blockers wasn't in their house with a gun to their head with their computer like, type something good, man. Give us a 90 or we'll fucking blow your brains out. You'll never see your family again. So that's amazing that this has an 83% by, uh, by the critics. But the audience is a 51, which in my opinion should be halved. Uh, should be like 26, 26% by audience. But on to the critics, what they actually think. Here's a fresh one from a top critic, Brian Lowry from CNN, actually. But it's really the parents who take center stage in Blockers, this raunchy and fitfully quite funny directorial debut, K. Cannon, which plums plenty of warm hugs from the idea of parental angst about their kids leaving the nest. Uh, first issue here. 
raunchy and fitfully quite funny. I laughed one time in this movie. I laughed one time because one of the jokes was so outrageously dumb. It actually made me laugh. The rest of it was so incredibly unfunny that I wanted to take a nap, a very angry nap, because I had to be in this fucking theater watching this movie. Next one. I don't think I can read at this point. What is this? Okay, here's a rotten one. Rotten one right here by Scott Marks, top critic. On a positive note, this will probably best be remembered for giving the lusty trio of female offspring the ultimate power of post-formal hotel room Veda. Vita? Hotel room Veda? What the fuck? I've read three of these, and I don't think I'm able to comprehend any of them. Give me more. Fresh review. It's a reliable laugh machine that features enough jabs at commentary mores, mores, alongside a discreet social conscience and some successfully female-centric comedy that it rises above the inevitable chug and vomit jokes. Inevitable chug and vomit jokes? There are those. You saw in the trailer the, the butt chug scene, which I'd like to avoid overall. Tuck it away. Never see it again. And uh, vomit. Yes, there was a vomit joke. But reliable laugh machine? Fuck no. I didn't laugh one time. I, I'm sorry, I laughed one time. So if you average that out, one laugh for a fucking one hour and 50 minute movie, that's not very good ratio of laughs to amount of time I've wasted. Okay? My life has been made worse by seeing this movie. Mark my fucking words. When I'm on my deathbed, I'll say, God damn, I wish I had an extra hour and 50 minutes. Shit, I probably shouldn't have watched that Blockers movie. God damn. Not a funny laugh machine, Kate Taylor. It's not funny. And it's too much puke and vomit. I'm sorry. Chug and vomit. Let's finish off again with a fresh review. A generational clash as old as time. The parents who think of themselves as progressive and cool versus their mortified children who view them as anything but. This one isn't bad. I can actually read this and understand what this person's trying to say. David Sims, The Atlantic. Thanks for putting together a, a, a sentence that I can um, read fluently and talk about. The parents think they're cool. Uh, one a lot more than the other two, which is uh, the annoying one, the nerdy girl's uh, dad. He thinks he's really cool, but he's not, just like every other parent in the world they think that they're with the times but they're really not which is a pretty basic thing to say why would you have to make a movie to make this point everybody knows that it's true I'm cool now when I have kids far down the line and they're 18 and going to prom they'll think I'm one lame dude but that's all I have time for for those of you who have not seen this movie, you're the lucky ones. That's what I think. Go see it or not. I don't care. Uh, see ya.